We'd like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house this morning. It's just wonderful to be here. Wonderful to see people coming in. Uh, wonderful to see people in the house of the Lord. And uh, it's just such a blessing. I, uh, my heart can hardly contain it. I just, uh, God blessed us with such a great spirit in Sunday school this morning. Uh, God blessed us with such a great spirit in the, the fifth Saturday meeting uh, last night at Lafayette, the association meeting. Well, I'm telling you, it was powerful. And then we come this morning, and uh, Sunday school was powerful. And we even got a great blessing when the children were singing, opening up Sunday school. And uh, uh, when uh, Ryan was up, uh, opening up Sunday school, uh, and it was another blessing. And then Blaine teaching Sunday school. And I'm glad to be here this morning. And uh, I have a scripture come back on my heart. I just read this recently. Uh, I just forget, just not too long ago, maybe last Sunday. But I need to read the same scripture again I read recently. Um, this is about uh, when uh, John saw and recognized Jesus. It's in the uh, first chapter of the book of John, verse 28. It said, These things were done in Bethabara beyond Jordan, where John was baptized. The next day John seeth Jesus coming to him and saith, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Praise God that there's a way for your sin to be took away. God's been saving people. And he's just the same powerful God, Bob Morrison, now that he was when I got saved when I was 12 years old. Yeah. And uh, God's real. I'm, I'm looking for some people to get saved this morning. Yeah. And uh, if you feel like coming to all right now, you're welcome. Yeah. You say, preacher, the choir ain't even sung yet. Uh, it don't matter what's going on. Uh, you're welcome to come to the altar anytime God's calling you. Even if it's before Sunday school or between Sunday school and church or while the choir's singing or somebody's opening up, it doesn't matter. What matters is, uh, and uh, Blaine was uh, teaching this morning about when Jesus uh, told people to go, what they need to do is go. And uh, he was applying that mostly to Christians, and I'd say amen to that, but even applying it to me when I was lost, best thing I ever did was when Jesus told me by the Holy Spirit to come to the altar. The best thing I ever did is obey him and I come and trust him and got saved. So really pray this morning. Uh, there's such a need here that I've got so many people on my heart. And I praise God for the burden that God's given the church. It's real this morning. And uh, pray. Well, I don't even feel like praying. I was, I'm just turning over to the choir. Uh, God's here and uh, mind the Lord this morning.
page 
wonderful singing. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. There's nothing like God's Holy Spirit. Lots of things in the world tries to imitate it and duplicate it, take the place of it, but it's one of a kind. And God said, my people know my voice. And a stranger, they will not follow. When God's Spirit begins to move, and that's, Blaine talked about that in Sunday school. When God's Spirit begins to move and God begins to speak to us, that's when we need to move. Now, uh, I know right now, normally, uh, we get people stand up and get uh, uh, unspoken prayer requests, take other prayer requests, uh, go to the Lord in prayer. I like that pattern. And then we call on anybody who wants to sing to sing. Uh, uh, but I can't wait. i got to preach this morning. Uh, and the choir sung good and didn't sing a bit too many. Sang just right. Uh, but that's the only time in my life that I ever thought when the choir was singing, I may have to ask them to sit down and give it to them. I, I sound like a crazy man, don't I? <laughs> I praise God for what I can feel in my soul. And uh, I want to turn, if you want to turn with me in the Bible, and certainly do pray. And again, let me tell you, if you need to come to the altar right now, that would be the best thing in the world you could do. Uh, but I want to turn uh, to the book of Exodus. I want to turn to the 12th chapter of the book of Exodus. <clears throat> you pray real hard. And uh, this is when the children of Israel was in bondage down in Egypt. And uh, God had been giving plagues to the uh, land of Egypt. and uh, They'd say they was going to let them go, and then they wouldn't. And finally God brought the final plague down here and uh, uh, it was the death of the firstborn and uh, it, and pray real hard uh, uh, Exodus 12 1 and the Lord spake unto Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt saying this month shall be unto you the beginning of months it shall be the first month of the year to you speak unto the congregation of Israel saying in the tenth day of this month they shall take to them every man a lamb according to the house of their fathers a lamb for a house and if the household be too uh, little for the lamb let him and his neighbor next to his house uh, take it according to the number of souls. Every man, according to his eating, shall make uh, your count for the lamb. Listen to this. Your lamb shall be without blemish, a male of the first year. You shall take it out from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it up until the 14th day of the same month. And the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall eat it in the evening. Listen to this. And they shall take of the blood and strike it upon the two side posts and on the upper uh, door post of the houses wherein ye, they shall eat it. They shall eat the flesh in that night, roast with fire and unleavened bread and with bitter herbs they shall eat it. And uh, then I want to go down here, uh, verse 11. Uh, and thus shall you eat it with your loins girded and your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand, and you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will pass through the land of Egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt, will I execute judgment. I am the Lord. I want to use a text this day uh, pointing to Jesus on the cross. And uh, I want you to pray real hard. That's, I guess that's why I got that uh, scripture over in John about John seeing the Lamb of God. Uh, Behold the Lamb of God. Uh, I, in my imagination, it thrills me 
to see John down there baptizing and uh, Jesus coming walking up there. Uh, near as I can tell, uh, John had never laid eyes on Jesus, naturally speaking, before that day. Seems to me like that's the case. But nonetheless, the way he knew him, he knew him by the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God uh, said, John, this is the one I've been telling you about and you've been telling folks about. This is the Lamb of God. He's the one that takes away the sin of the world. And so interesting to me, uh, back here, uh, this is a picture that God gave them back when God was getting ready to let the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. God gave them a picture. He pointed them towards Calvary. Now, uh, interesting to me uh, that he said, in the tenth day of the month, uh, you shall set aside a lamb. Uh, he'll be a, a male. He'll be uh, of the first year. He'll be without spot or blemish. He wanted the best one uh, out of the flock it could be. Uh, Mike Kester, uh, he wanted one uh, that was uh, first class. Uh, praise God. And, and they did that like that. But praise God, when God uh, got ready to send the lamb, uh, Blaine, uh, talk about one that was first class. Uh, he was the only one in his class. Uh, he was the lamb of God, Carl Atkins, uh, the only one. Boy, I'm happy today. Uh, I'm saved by the grace of God. Uh, right been washed in the blood of the lamb and, and so praise God on the tenth day of the month he said I set that lamb aside uh, that tenth day reminds me of the law uh, every time I see the number ten in the Bible I think about the law back under law the ten commandments and so on and, and I'll go ahead and give you this it was no accident uh, he said I keep that lamb up until the fourteenth day uh, that's when you're going to kill it uh, well uh, when it comes time for Jesus to die uh, it was on the fourteenth day of the monk of Nisan. He died. That lamb was a picture that they had back then. Praise God. Boy, I'm glad in my soul, Jeremy, I'm glad that the real lamb come in the fullness of time. Boy, praise God. And so he said down here, and I want you to get this. Let me see this here. They had one for every household. Well, praise God. They couldn't have one lamb out of the flock back there that was uh, big enough uh, for the whole nation of Israel uh, but so they got one that matched and uh, they said uh, you take this lamb you keep it up till the 14th uh, on the 14th uh, you kill the lamb uh, and you eat of it uh, boy I'm glad uh, Jesus said uh, if you'll eat of my body uh, you'll have everlasting life and drink of my blood uh, that means spiritually of course well now you pray real hard uh, back here uh, I can see this uh, he said uh, take the blood of the lamb uh, apply it on the sides of the doorpost. Uh, if this was uh, the door and we was imagining, uh, they'd take the hyssop and use it for a brush. Uh, that's a plant. They take the hyssop, they put it up one side of the door, uh, put it across the top of the door, put it down the other side. I remember when I was just a boy, uh, preacher Albert Smith preaching. Uh, he was preaching on the same subject. Uh, boy, uh, he preached a uh, powerful too. Uh, and, he, and he said this, and it kind of shocked me, Brother Ray. He said there was a reason uh, why he didn't tell him uh, to put the blood down on the bottom, on the threshold. Uh, he said there was a reason. He said he didn't want people walking on the blood of the Lamb. Uh, praise God, Roy, uh, uh, for the blood uh, uh, that uh, stained the old rugged cross. Uh, uh, praise God, uh, uh, Sister Linda, uh, for the blood where I've been washed. 
Kenny, I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. I got washed when I was 12 years old. I've told this before. It's kind of funny, sister. I've told this before. When I was a little boy, my mama used to complain. She said, I can get you cleaned up for church. I'll put you in clean clothes in the clean room and be gone five minutes and come back and you be dirty already. I guess that's just the way I was. But praise God, David Money. When my Jesus washed me in the blood of the Lamb, I've been clean ever since. I don't have a spot or a blemish on me, Billy Ray. It's not because I've kept myself clean. I've got myself dirty like Mommy said. But Jay, God, he washed me in the blood of the Lamb. And I've been clean ever since. And I'm clean today. Well, let me give you a few thoughts. God gave me a few thoughts about this. I've been preaching it for 50 years, I guess. But God gave me some little simple thoughts I've never thought before. Now, uh, when he said down here, uh, he said, I'm going to come through. And he said, I'll be against all the gods of Egypt. Pharaoh would have liked for the children of Israel uh, to worship his gods. Uh, but Moses and the children of Israel said no. Uh, you need to say no today uh, to worshiping the gods of the world. But, but here's a thought of God. Uh, think about this. Uh, when they got ready uh, uh, to put the blood on the doorpost, you imagine uh, all that uh, Egypt had been through and the troubles they'd had and the problem from the place. You imagine uh, how it must have angered Pharaoh uh, and the people of Israel uh, to see the Israelite or, or the people of Egypt uh, to see the Israelite uh, worshiping of uh, their God. This was in public. Uh, this wasn't behind closed doors. It was on the outside of the house. Now, I know there's some things we need to do in private, uh, but Blaine, it tells me uh, that we need to be willing uh, to take a stand uh, on the outside of the house, buddy. Uh, we really liked your lesson this morning. We need to be willing to take a stand uh, where the world, uh, uh, Brother Voorhees, where the world uh, can see uh, what we're aiming at. They were pointing to the cross. Praise God. Uh, they put the, uh, the blood on the doorpost. Uh, listen, uh, pointing to the cross, uh, pointing uh, to Jesus on the cross. Now, what God said, he said, now, he said, do this today. He said, there's a death is coming in the nighttime. I'm going, I'm going to bring, I'm going to bring death through the company, through the whole place of the land of Egypt and Israel. If you don't have the blood, there'll be death in the house. The firstborn's going to die. Well, listen, I praise God, and I, you know, I've tried to find out. I looked, Carl, I tried to find out. I wondered if there was any of the Israelites that didn't get the blood on the door. I just don't know. I hope they all got it. But I want to take, I've got to take my time a little bit. You just pray real hard and go with me and be patient. I want you to think about this. If you'd have been down there and you'd been in one of the dwellings in the house of Israel and you'd got your, you'd got your lamb killed and you'd had it roasted and you'd eat of it and you'd say, okay, maybe a man would say to his wife, okay, honey, now watch me and help me. I want to get this hyssop. I want to get the blood on the doorpost. And if it had been Linda, she'd have made sure I put it on straight. She'd have got it in the right place. I appreciate her. But listen, I want to, here's the point I wanted to make. If we was out we was getting the blood on the doorpost. If we had somebody we loved close by us and we looked over their house and didn't see their lamb killed yet, we'd say, oh, what are they waiting on? What are they waiting on? 
If they didn't have the blood on the doorpost, we say, why are they waiting? What are they waiting on? Why are they not getting this done? Oh, Lord, I hope they get it done before the death angel comes through the land. Praise God. I'm glad. Sometimes, Jeremy, sometimes I feel like that while I'm preaching or while I'm praying for the lost people. What are you waiting on? I'm not trying to criticize, but I'm just worried about you. Boy, y'all are praying. I appreciate you. I knew you would. But I'm telling you what, you can see them putting the blood on the doorpost in your imagination. I can anyway. I want you to pray. Uh, listen, I praise God uh, that we've got a God that made provisions. He made provisions for them back here. And so listen, uh, and you know what? Uh, over in the, the 10th chapter of the book of Hebrews, I believe it's verse 4, it's 4 or 5, uh, it said that the blood of bulls and goats could not take away sin. Well, why is that important, preacher? Well, uh, they, some folks uh, think that back under the law, when they was offering the bulls and the goats, they think that that took away the sin temporarily. It never took away the sin any. It said the blood of bulls and goats could not take away sin. Well, what was the good of it? Well, it was pointing people to Jesus on the cross. It was a lesson, uh, showing people uh, the real lambs are coming. Uh, that's what it was all about. Uh, just like the lambs that were slain back here and the blood that was applied and God opened the door up and he took the children of Israel. Uh, Levi, he brought the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt. Uh, he took them through the Red Sea, my friend, on dry ground. Woo! They didn't walk in the mud. They had a place to go. And they went on the power of God. We've got a place to go in our life. And we can go on the power of God. And so they were on their way uh, out of uh, bondage. Well, I come out of bondage one time uh, when I was 12 years old. God set me free. Get you a song. I'm about done. I think I am anyway. Listen, God's here in a great and a mighty way. Praise God today for salvation by the shed blood of the Lamb. Now listen to me. I want to sum it up this way. If you're here today and you haven't been saved, you haven't been washed in the blood, I've been washed in the blood. God took the blood of Jesus. He washed my sins away. I'm saved, sister. I praise God. Uh, if you're here today and you're not saved, you can be. Uh, Bob Morrison, we got a, a good God. He gave his only begotten son so we could have salvation. Now, if you're here today and you haven't been saved, uh, you're on your way to hell. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying uh, to be rude, but that's what the gospel uh, tells me. And when I was a lost boy, uh, that's what got my attention, uh, folks, is I was on the way to hell. And, and so when I got saved, I haven't worried about hell anymore. I'm on my way to heaven. So listen, you that are here that are lost, uh, you need to come and get saved this morning. I'm sure God's calling some people. And let me tell you something else. Uh, when God said it's time to move, it's time to move. If you're here today and you've been saved, let me ask you something before we sing. If you're here today and you've been saved, are you proud of the way you've been living? Have you really been living for Jesus? Boy, you can be proud of it if you are, but if you've been kind of dragging along or not doing hardly anything, it's time to get in. Stand and let's sing a song. Stand and let's sing a song. And you that are lost, come to Jesus. You know, I come to the altar more than once before I got saved. But I'm glad I kept coming. I and I'm glad I got saved. Listen. Praise I God. Need Boy, somebody needs to come.
If you're just saved already, you need to come and repent so you can be a light to your people. Come on. Come get in. And if you're lost, if you're lost, don't wait for anything else. Come and let's talk to Jesus about this. Come on this morning. Heaven's real. And you can have it in your soul. You say, well, preacher, what do you mean? You ain't going to heaven yet. I know I'm going after wild and resurrection, but I've got heaven in my soul right now. I've got Jesus in my soul. And he lives in my soul. And where he's at, heaven is. Please come. Oh, please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Would you come right now and pray? Would you come right now? Come on. God's calling mighty and powerful. I can feel him in my soul. I don't need fortune. Oh boy, what a great God we've got. Would you just come? Please come. Just step out and come on. Come on. If you'll start out of the aisle, wherever you're at, people get out of your way. They let you out. Because they want you to come too. Please come. Please come. Come on. Time to get saved. Time to get the blood. Time to get washed in the blood of the Lamb. Time to get cleaned up forever. I'm glad it's forever, Vince. If it was if it was just a little bit and I had to hang on to it, I'd be a goner. But I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. They are gone. Eternal life. You can have it too. You can have it. When I'm in trouble or caught in a storm, He takes care of me. He's all I need. Till that time will come when I cross that river. song just a, a couple of minutes a few minutes but uh, right now I just like heads bowed and eyes closed for a little bit and uh, I want to say this to you 
praise God for the way God's calling this morning. <clears throat> and I, I believe without a doubt, God's calling many people here today. And I, I know when I was lost and God was calling me, it seemed hard. But in my heart, the night I got saved, I said, God, help me. And he helped me. He helped me step out and come to him. Now, I'd like to ask you this today. And we do this often. You, I'm not doing this to put you on the spot or come to you or embarrass you. Nothing of the kind. But sometimes it helps just to make one step at a time. If you're here today and you're not saved and you realize you need to get saved, you need to get washed in that blood so you can go to heaven, and you'd like for the church to pray for you, would you raise your hand? Would you just raise your hand and say, Blet, pray for me. I'm lost and I need to get saved. I so appreciate that. I've seen one hand raised. Would there be another one? Would there be any more? Let me get back up here where I can see better. Just quickly, quickly. Thank you for raising that hand. If there's another one that's lost, that would like to get saved, just you don't have to raise it real high. Just raise it a little bit high enough so I can see it. Would you do that? Okay, let me talk to you that are already saved now. If you're not where you need to be with Jesus, and you know that you need to get in so you can help your friends and so you can please God, would you just raise your hand saying, pray for me. I need to do some things. I, I need to really get in. I need to get in and follow the Lord. I'm not really following him like I should. Would you just help me? Anybody raise your hand? I don't see any hands raised on that. I sure don't. Well, let me, let me tell you something else before I, before I go off of this. <clears throat> when I was lost, my buddy Rod Mason was already saved. And the first time I come to Alder, he reached over and touched me on the arm and said, Brother Terry, do you need to go pray? I'll go with you. And uh, that helped me, and I got started. And Rod, I, he's still a blessing to me. So many times I think of Brother Carl Atkins' testimony when he was lost. And he points out where he stood in the church house uh, over on the left side from where I'd be. And he said he was standing there, and God was calling him, and he felt like that he needed to come, but he kind of resisted it. Sister Edna Mason, that was Rod's mom, she'd come to him, reached out her hand, said, do you need to go pray? I'm telling you today, if God gives you something to do, uh, do it. If the Lord's in it, it'll be all right. Uh, while we raise our heads up and open our eyes, and while they sing, I, I want to beg you to come today. I want, if I could come, if I could stand in your shoes and come for you, I would, but it doesn't work that way. You've got to come for yourself. Will you please come? Come on. Oh, there's some I know needs to come. Just come on. Please come. As I walk back this way, if you need to come, come on. If you want me to walk with you, I'm happy to. But you don't really need me. You can come on your own. But if, it'll be on your own anyway if you step out. But if you're here today and God's calling you, how about coming? Let me talk again to us that are saved. Are you living for Jesus? He died for you on the cross. Are you letting your light shine? Well, I had a time in my life that I got real embarrassed. God spoke to me. I was not living for the Lord like I should. I saved, but I wasn't living for it. God chastised me. He said, you know all I've done for you. I gave the best I had. You need to serve me. Please obey the Lord this morning. Please come. 
And if you're lost today, if you're lost, by all means, come and get saved this morning. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. please come. I want to add this. If you're here and uh, you're saved and God's laid it on your heart to join this church, please come. God willing, uh, next Sunday morning we're going to have baptizing. And while I'm looking forward to it, I'll get excited about baptizing. And, uh, but we've got some that I expect it's not took that step or made that commitment yet to get baptized and it's on your heart. And I'd like for you to do that. Of course, uh, and if you're here and you want to join this church for later, those doors are open too. That's that's open. But but especially 
if you're here and you whatever your need is if you need to join the church get saved rededicate but please don't turn the lord away this way i need to read this for for the singers next one when he's talking about this it said verse 10 he's talking about the lamb said and you shall let nothing of it remain until the morning and that which remains of it until the morning shall be burnt with fire and thus shall you eat it with your loins girded your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand you shall eat it in haste it is the lord's passover so don't wait around and and all these things that described here your loins girded your clothes on your shoes on your feet and your staff in your hand ready to go well i'm telling you what uh, when god moves we need to be ready to go if you lost you need to be ready to go get saved if you're saved you need to be ready to go and serve the lord and listen to this he said for i will pass through the land of egypt this night and will smite all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast, and against all the gods of Egypt. I will execute judgment. I am the Lord. And the blood shall be to you for a token upon your houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. And the plague shall not be upon you to destroy you when I smite the land of Egypt. And so whatever you need to do, uh, do it. And, and don't wait. Make haste. Hurry up. Uh, well, preacher, are you saying we need to be in a hurry? Well, we need to wait on the Lord. But when the Lord moves, we need to be in a hurry to follow the Lord. And he's moving this morning. So sing us one more. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. Please obey the Lord. Yeah, you know you need to move. Hey, some people here are thinking, it's me, I need to go. I'm confident there's some people, I can't read your mind, but I just feel strong. There's people thinking that it's me, I need to go. And then the devil says, oh, not right now, not right now, not right here. When I would do good evil's present, when God calls, the devil tries to say, no, 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 no. Don't listen to the devil. Listen to God today. Appreciate your prayers and appreciate God being here. Anything else? Anybody maybe else heart? A testimony or a song before we turn over to the announcements. All right, to be seated for a minute. We will be having vacation Bible school. Uh, July the 10th through the 14th. So there'll be more information coming on that, but uh, just keep those dates on your calendar and uh, more information will follow about times and they do need volunteers. So if you'd like to help with that, uh, you can see uh, Heather, Sarah, Lexi, or Cassandra. Um, and Meldrum Missionary Baptist Church is having a centennial celebration. And that's down just outside of Middlesbrough, Kentucky. That's going to be on uh, Saturday, 
the 27th of May, and uh, let's see if they got a time on here. Yep, it's going to start at 11 in the morning. So if you get a chance uh, to go be with them for that celebration, I'm sure that that'll be a blessing to you. We are going to be doing camp sign-ups today um, after church out in the fellowship hall. Um, again, this is all online, so please bring your mobile device with you or your tablet or whatever that might be, um, and we will help you get signed up. Um, if you're able to sign up on your own, that is great. We are going to be doing sign-ups today and next Sunday, and then that portal portal is going to close. So it's very important that you get signed up on a timely basis. That way you don't have to show up to camp and pay them. So um, please come out to the fellowship hall um, and meet up with us and, and we'll help you get signed up. Also, if you're just wanting a shirt, you also have to get online just to order your shirt. So if you would like our, our camp shirt for this year, um, you're also going to have to go through that process. So if you have any questions, please feel free to ask one of us. And then um, this coming Saturday night, May 6th, um, is when Samaria is going to be having their youth service. And we plan on going to that. Um, and that starts at 6. Neil Wireman is going to be taking care of that service. And um, our plan is, is just to meet at Samaria. I think that's... Um, the easiest for everybody. Um, however, if you are a younger youth and you need a ride, please let me know and we will find you a ride. And if there's an, a lot of people that need a ride, then we'll take the van. I just wanted to say we had our association service yesterday at Lafayette and uh, I just felt like saying if you missed it, you really missed a really good service. Uh, we had just a dandy of a service, lots of preaching, and the Lord moved real strong. Uh, I appreciate everyone that made it out that way, but I'd like to encourage you to pray about it. And if you get it on your heart, to join us at our next one. I'll say amen to what Jeremy said, what is power. Any other announcements? Let me, let me make this prayer request, this announcement of sort of prayer request. On the 8th of May, that's on a Monday night, uh, second Monday night, I'll be going into revival with uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church, a lot of folks call it Buckeye, uh, down near Pineville, Kentucky. And I really, really desire the prayers of everybody. And if you're down that way, we'll stop in and be glad to have you. But, but pray, and really pray. And uh, let's pray for service time tonight, and let's pray for the people that God has so graciously and wonderfully and powerfully been calling. And uh, I'm, I'm so burdened for so many folks. And I'm, you know, I heard a preacher say this when I was just a young Christian. He said, I've had such a burden on my heart for so many people. And he said, it's weighed pretty heavy on me. He said, but I thought about it and I didn't ask God. I did not ask God to lighten my burden. I just asked God to give me more strength to bear my burden. And, and that's, a, that's a godly attitude. So, anything else? Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. All right, anything else?
through the prayers of the church. God's mercy is such a blessing of all what they told us before. I'm so thankful for that. Such a blessing. Through that, you really show a lot of life by the way you live. And uh, Corey can't speak. But uh, he really touched some people there. It was the last day, and uh, his doctor came in, and things were better. And Corey was listening to church videos. And uh, we started talking about church because of it. And the doctor really got teary-eyed, wanted to know where we went to church, and I explained to her where it was, and it really touched her. And, uh, you know, we could go through all these situations, and we don't know what the will of God is, why we're doing it. I'm just so thankful to be here, thankful I'm saved, thankful for the God that I serve. Thank the Lord for that testimony that stirred my heart. Anything else? If not, everybody seated. Stand, if you will. I'm going to ask uh, Brother Anthony to pray a dismissal prayer.